Hey, hey, hey. Greatly appreciate you listening and spending your afternoon with me. I'm out here every Sunday, 4 to 6. And also, too, go to mytalk1071.com. we got the cat video coming up August 8th. And check in, but get your tickets. they got free rides uh, if you take the mass transit, the buses, and the subways. So, so go there, you can download your free ticket. And then I uh, should be uh, Hoot, and Nutrisource is going to be there with free samples of cat food and even dog food. So, uh, Mark, uh, August 8th, uh, CHS field all right uh so did you know what chickens never forget a face what yep you ready for this chickens? i thought that was elephants oh yeah, wait no, no it's elephants never okay. forget there you go chickens never forget a face well maybe not ever but they can distinguish between more than a hundred faces including yours and your families wow mine even recognize my dogs not mine. This is the gal that wrote this. Yeah. And I'm just kind of like, oh, my goodness. That's, you know, that's true, though. Uh, when I bring people over, you know, I, the the girls come up to me and they just kind of all of a sudden stop and they look up at the person that's next to me like, okay, and, and who's you? <laughs> but the minute I walk down towards the barn, my girls are right there like, hey, mommy, what you up to? Okay, give a holler, 651-641-1071. Who's up next? Okay, we're going to talk to Judith. And Judith has a question about this Nutra Thrive, it's a supplement. Okay. Um, she's just wondering what your thoughts are on it. All right. Hey, Judith, how you doing? Hi, good, thanks. Good, good. So what is this stuff now? I have not heard of this. Oh, um, well, it's a holistic vet, and he says that it includes both um, the two things that you say you should give to little dogs. Um, probiotics, probiotics and digestive. Probiotics and digestive enzymes. And okay. then there are a lot of um, organic supplements also included. Okay. But this is for a fam, looking for something for the family because they do not, you know, give extra things. One thing a day is fine. They'll do that, but mm-hmm. no more. Okay. What Do you have the can or whatever? Is it a powder? Oh, gosh, I'd have to look it up. I know. Okay. I, I listened to his whole video. I don't know if you can actually just see that. Oh. I don't know. I'm sorry. So you're not familiar with it. Is there anything you recommend? Well, no, as far as uh, like animals. Anything for, you know, just one thing that you can give rather than right, right. giving things separately. Okay. How old is the dog that they have? One. One years old. Uh, are they having any trouble with it? What's going on? No, but I think she's constipated. Ah. When I watch her, she just you know, kind of seems to struggle a little bit. And I think she also, well, she doesn't have, her breath isn't very good. And that's one of the things they talk about with this supplement. Okay, okay. Um, because that's a thing. When you do probiotics and digestive enzymes and such things like that, what you're looking for is a high CPU colony per unit. Okay, and if they have billions, it's good. Okay, millions okay. is okay. It's you know a lower quality, but it's it's okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's a, like Animal Essentials. They have the uh, probiotic digestive enzyme powder. That's all in one. Okay, she's, Animal Essentials, you say? Yeah, AnimalEssentials.com. Okay. And then um, uh, another thing is, is that if, if she seems to be straining, then you got to look at what they're feeding. That maybe they got to add some canned pumpkin, you know? To yeah, I know, to, I know. You've said that. How much would you do for a five-pound dog? Uh, you know, a, t- a teaspoon, tablespoon. You know, a teaspoon a, up to a uh, tablespoon. Yep, yep, yeah. You, you can just once a day would be fine. See, I do all my supplements and everything in the morning. Sure. Yes, yeah, so I don't do, you know, I mean, they give everything in the morning. So then at evening, they might get, they get fed twice a day. All right. Okay. And so anyway, but yeah, so that, the pro, but see if the, uh, what, what, what was the purpose of, of getting this? Well, because um, you always say this. Oh yeah. No, no, I know that. But like I say, so the, they have to look at, you know what food they feed her? 
Well, they yes, they feed her Nutrisource, but they also have been using Nutridine with their off uh, bigger dog, and I know you don't like that, so you know that wouldn't be the thing to give her. Okay, you mean the Dynavite? Oh, Dynavite, yes. What yeah. did I say? I don't know yeah, what it is, yeah, but yeah. anyway, yes. Okay, yeah, because no, the problem with that is is that it just has a lot of sugars in it. Yeah, so, I remember you, know, you saying that. Yeah, mm-hmm. so I'd rather not go that route, but because um, mm-hmm. there are, if you go to that Animal Essentials, there's uh, some other things too. You know, like a green alternative. That's a, that's a good uh, also. But uh, for I would just add like a, a teaspoon to a tablespoon of canned pumpkin that will kind of help get her going sure. on a regular basis. And then maybe how much water is she drinking? Maybe she's not drinking well, enough she water. Seem to like to drink water. You put it down, you know. And now we just ordered a little. Um, dish that she won't tip over. Right. I mean, it attaches to her kennel because otherwise, everything she has her her fun. She thinks you know to turn them over. So okay. Um, then uh, you know that if you feed any kind of dry food, what you should do is rehydrate it because then you don't. Yeah, just... well, that that's true. We already listened to you on that. So. Yeah, yeah, and so that's why, like I said, but there's got to be yeah. So that's what I would try to do. Probiotics and digestive enzymes are a huge thing uh, over for overall. And then, like I say, the canned pumpkin if you, th- you think she's a little uh, stopped up. Sure. Okay. Okay, and thanks for the amounts. Now. Does it say for real small dogs on that essential yep. one you suggested? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because okay. yeah, I give it to my, my Ethel, who's three pounds. And then yep. Gilligan is my 10-pounder, and he gets it also. So, And you, oh, you right. cannot OD on that at okay. all. You know, you, you can't give too much where they'll get sick or something like from that. No. Uh-uh, so. All right. Well, thank okay. you very much. I really appreciate your help. Oh, you're more than welcome. Thanks for the call, okay. Judith. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right. Hey, folks, open line 651-641-1071. I think everybody is out enjoying today because it is so nice. And the last three, four days were so bad as far as, oh, my Lord. I mean, Friday was, I did a lot of inside stuff just for the fact that it, it, I opened that front door to take the dogs out. Yeah. It was like, I felt like I needed a scissors, you know, to cut through oh, to get yeah. out into yeah. the air yeah to how humid it was oh, yeah it was just terrible yeah and so i just kind of like come on right well and, and so, then like yesterday mother nature couldn't make up her mind, mind. Yeah. <laughs> it was like rain then it was cool yeah. then it was like hot then it yep. was yeah it was i just know like, it and no, make just, up your mind oh this morning when i went out to let the dogs out it was just like oh look at this this feels good i think everybody's just like they were so tired of being in the house with air conditioning and, and not yeah. doing anything it was just kind of like oh good gravy come on get me out of here <laughs> i want to go do something that's the way i was i started doing a lot of lawn work and cutting trees and and uh, uh what especially with all the rain what was really good was uh, getting weeds pulled because they came out really, really nice. Uh, my husband's garden is really looking good. He planted a fraction of what he normally does. So it was just, oh, it just is so nice looking. And the tomatoes are huge. So we'll have to see. He brought in some potatoes, uh, baby reds. Oh, they look good. I love baby reds where you smash them up, put gar- butter and garlic in them. And it just, that's just awesome. So, but anyway, okay. So give a holler, 651-641-1071. What's up next? Okay, we're going to talk to Donna. Donna has a question about um, her dog, who's a jumper and a barker. Okay, let's go, Donna. Hi, Donna. How you doing? I'm good, Katie. How are you? Good, good. What kind of dog do you have? I have a Cavapoo. Cavapoo, and how old? She's six and a half. Years? Yep. Okay, so what's going on then? Well, I've taken her to two classes, training Mm -hmm. classes, and every time someone comes to my house, she jumps on them. Okay. No matter 
what I do, she continues to jump. Mm-hmm. And her claws are really, really sharp. <laughs> and I have them ground. Uh-huh. And still really sharp. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, she'll jump, like, up to somebody's shoulders to mm-hmm. get their attention. Okay. And, and I've tried everything, and I cannot get her to stop it. Oh, well, you haven't tried everything. You haven't put it, tried putting a leash on before you open the door. That's what you got to do. I that. You, you put what? I have tried that. Okay, well, you put, before you open the door, you put a leash on the dog, and as then you are going to be facing east and west as your company is coming in north and south. And what you're going to do is you're going to step on the leash about eight inches from the hook, so as she tries to jump out, she's going to correct herself. You're not there to pin her to the ground, okay? It's like if she's standing, her head is dipped a little bit, and then you're going to tell your company, don't look at her, don't touch her, just walk on by. Go sit in the kitchen, the living room, the deck, whatever. Okay, and then when the last person comes in, okay, you shut the door, and then now you're going to go and pull your chair away so you can still be a part of the conversation, but she can't get to anybody. And then what oh, you're going to do okay. is you're going to take him and sit on the leash, uh, okay. the bulk of the leash, that, that if she lays down, the leash stays loose, but she okay. can't get to anybody. Okay, and now okay. ignore her. Don't look at her. Don't touch her. Don't do anything. Now, this is something that you're going to practice. It's called the invisible dog even before your people come over, your guests. Uh, okay. Periodically, three times a day, put the leash on. It doesn't have to be a training collar, just a a leash on the collar. And then a nylon leash. And then what you're going to do, bulk of the leash under your butt. And then now sit on it, ignore her. Don't look at her, don't touch her, don't do anything. Uh, Maybe go through your emails, read a book, uh, uh, just putsy stuff. And then then what you're looking for here is, you got a minute, sit on the leash, ignore the dog. Maybe it's a minute, maybe it's five minutes, maybe it's a half hour. All right. So what's going to happen is now you're teaching her how to calm herself down without any help from you. So now she tries to jump into your lap or put her paws on your knees. You turn your head sideways, cross your arm and lean forward and bump her and just go, ah, but don't give her any eye contact. All right. Oh, okay. 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 So then now, so now pretty soon, the more you do this, at least two, three times every day, a minute here, five minutes there, whatever. Okay, Okay. then now she's going to start understanding this new lesson you're trying to teach her how to calm herself down by herself. All right. Oh, okay. So okay. now, what's going to happen now when people come in? Okay, they uh, you step down the leash. They can't they can't talk to her or anything. Walk on by. You go sit down. You sit on the leash. And now, since you've been practicing sitting on the leash, now she's gone out oh, fine. Now, for using <laughs> most dogs for the first fifteen minutes to a half hour, they're that the jumpy wear, wear the company because yep. now by sitting on the leash and she can't get to them. What's happening is that your t- uh, she's getting used to their sounds and their smells, and then. Finally, Finally, once she lays down, don't unhook the leash. Just get off the leash. Don't say anything. Let her go say hi. But if she starts okay. jumping at him, then you bring him back. Bring her back. Sit back on the leash and ignore her. All right. Okay. Great. So we've got to practice that. It's a two-practice thing. And then every day, have practice answering the door. Have somebody go out and ring the doorbell and knock. And you keep practicing this. So you get used to the new routine and everybody in the house. And so does the dog. So then okay. now you've got total control of the situation. All right? Okay. Perfect. Does that perfect. make sense? It does make sense. All Thank right. You. Okay. And then I have one more question. Okay. you got to hold on to it because we got to. All right. Our chicken's colorblind there. What's your thoughts? I'm going to say yes. No. Chickens are are not colorblind. In fact, they see color better than humans. Why humans have three cones to help them differentiate red, green, and blue. Chickens also are able to differentiate 
violet and ultraviolet light. What's more, the color of differentiating cones in chickens' eyes are more evenly distributed than in humans' eyes, making it even easier for them to differentiate the color. So basically what you're telling me is that instead of having our eyeballs, we should just take the eyeballs of chickens (laughs) and implant them into us. There you go. And then we'd be fine. There you go. Okay, good to know. There you go. So someone get on that. Yeah. Any doctors out there? Differentiate. I like to know how they do understand all that. But anyway. Okay, let's head to the phones. Right. Okay, let's get back to with Donna. Donna had another question. Okay, Donna. What's yeah. the other question? The other question is my dog is also a barker. A barker? Yep. Okay. Yeah. I leave, my neighbors tell me that she barks while I'm gone. Okay. Um, if she hears a noise outside, she barks and barks and barks. Or if she sees like squirrels or bunnies or whatever outside she just she just barks okay now does she do that too when you're home um sometimes okay she'll bark like if she hears a noise she'll bark okay even if i'm here but if she's barking at bunnies and such like that does she does do that when you're home yep okay then what do you do Usually, well, I've tried everything from Coco No to thank you to, um, you know, distracting her. Okay. Have you used a shake can? No. Take a pop can, rinse it out, put five pennies in it, tape the top with duct tape. Okay, yep. then as you go, at first five times, you say and shake. You got to have a quiet word. Remember, most dogs are known to death. You got to take time to teach your dog vocabulary, words, and what they mean. So okay. you got to find your quiet word. Is it going to be quiet? Is it going to be enough? You're going to be shut the heck up? You know, you decide <laughs> what it is, all right? So okay. as you, she's barking, you're going to shake the can and go, ah, quiet. And even okay. for what's the minute, the second she stops, you're going to go, thank you. All right. And then okay. you know, where's your ball? Get around to something else. All right. Yep. So then what you're after here is to get her that you can get more control when you're at home, then hopefully she won't be as barky when you leave. All right. Okay. And okay. so that would be the first step to, uh, to play with that and see, because there are other okay. steps that we can do uh, and uh, to work on this. But that would be the first one is to get a handle on it when you're at home that she, okay. that you can step in and the minute you go, ah, quiet she's gonna be like no problem remember the first five times you say and shake and then you're gonna stagger it ah quiet and if she doesn't quiet now the can with your ah quiet all right sometimes if they really get on a roll of barking never throw the can at the dog but you could throw it to the you know right or to the left or behind them you know on the floor like hey i'm talking to you (laughs) Okay. okay all right so yep. give that a shot, and then otherwise, and if and if in a week later, give me a call next week and see how it's going. Okay. Um, otherwise, give me a call up at Katie's K nine. Okay. Okay. Thank you. Okay. Bet Dada. Take care. Bye bye. All right. Barking is the theme of today. There's a lot of dogs that bark a lot, and usually, with people, FYI, the most barky dogs, yes, are small dogs, and the main reason is because they lack some confidence, and so they want to bark away so they don't have to contend with it. So by taking your dog through obedience school, teaching something as simple as getting a trick book and start teaching tricks, that will help build their confidence, and then play the what is this game, you know, where you touch something, go, what is this? What is this? And then in one paw towards it, stop saying what is this and start praising the dog oh good job good job very nice very nice okay then try it again the goal is is that anytime you touch you when you say what is this the dog is willing to come in because he's building this con your you've built that confidence and come right up to it and go well what is that but you know it's baby steps it'll come together all right who's up next okay we're gonna talk to jeanette and jeanette has a question about her dog that's coat isn't shiny anymore okay and the dog is also shedding more. A lot. Yeah. Okay. Dull coat. Hey, Jeanette, how you doing? 
fine. Thank you. Uh, what kind of dog? I have a nine-month-old uh, red golden retriever. Okay. And up until a month and a half ago, his coat was as shiny as can be. Mm-hmm. I feed him Nutrisource uh, large breed puppy. He's mm-hmm. um, and uh, he shed. I mean, you he's just shedding something fierce. Yep. Okay, first of all, you need to get him off the puppy food and just get him into an adult recipe, all right? Uh, you do, after six months, you pups, they, even though most packages say six months to two years, no, they're just fine at six months to go into an adult recipe, and he's nine months now. And yeah, Nutrisource yeah. uh, is so good. I mean, their product is so high quality that it's, that, that it's great you know, to do that. But what you, what's happening is that it's, it, when a coat goes dull and you start shedding a lot, their omega-3s and 6s have taken a hit for some reason. All right, so you've got to bump up the omega threes and sixes by way of either fish oil. How many? Uh, how many uh, pounds? He's sixty-three pounds. Okay. Do you take fish oil at all? Uh, no, but I do give him well butin fish. Um, I bought it at the vet. The uh, omega threes and six fish oil. Okay, uh, on you know, top of his food. Okay, but how much? You, maybe you might, you're not giving enough. Look at the uh, uh, what the because you should have one that either is like for his uh, size, like a thousand milligrams of of fish oil, is what you should be giving okay. him. Okay, so do, you're not okay. giving him enough. Other another thing is that's really it's really new that I had uh, um, that as a I've been doing it with my dogs and love it is marine plankton. Marine plankton. And what that is, is green, obviously, because it's plankton. And what it is, is that that's the food that the fish eat to give us the fish oil. All right? So we're okay. taking the fish oil out and just giving them the, the, the omega-3s and 6s directly is what it is. And so you might want to try that. Marine plankton. All right? Uh-oh. Did we lose you? Oh, we lost her. We lost her. Yeah. Right, but so anytime it co- a coat goes shiny and dull, then for some reason their their uh, the system took a hit as far as uh, you know their their omega threes. Usually that happens more in the winter than it does in the summer. Maybe this dog has been playing under the water a lot. So then you're going to need extra omega threes and sixes because uh, you know you're you know you're wet, you're dry, you're wet, you're dry. So either swimming in the lake or in a pool or something like that. Uh, dogs that that swim in people that have pools and you use the chemicals in the pools, boy, those coats really take a hit. They get real bleached out and really dull and dry. And so that's why, you know, you think twice. And then plus, if you do, oh, this brings me to, if you guys have a pool, okay, make sure you have a big bowl of water and just bring it to your, show your dog where that fresh water is so that he is less likely to drink water out of your pool with all the chemicals in it, all right? That's huge. And my, my girlfriend, Sue, uh, that's what she uh, does, uh, Keeps up, it brings your dog Josie up and said, you know, here's the water if you need any. And so they're less likely to drink out of the pool because, like I say, you don't want that because what that does is obviously, would you drink your pool water with all the chemicals in it? Well, people don't think nothing of it when the dog starts swallowing it and that's to harden their liver, their kidneys and all around, right? So, yeah, so pool, and then if you do have a pool, let's say you got a pool uh, in ground one or whatever type thing, you, whether, anytime if you want your dog to swim in a pool, you got to show them how to get out of the pool, where the steps are. And so you, you, you work on that. It becomes a training thing. We put the dog in, have somebody stand on the steps, and then they, you know, the dog, call yeah. the dog over to the steps, and then when they get out, give them a treat, good job. So pretty soon, no matter where the dog is in the pool, you should be able to call him, you know, and so now he knows how to get in, out of the pool, because in case he just would exit. Accidentally 
ball in. Right. So you were talking about the pools with chemicals. Mm -hmm. What about those pools that are, because saltwater pools are now becoming a thing. Yep. And they're... is that better? Oh gosh! Okay. Yes, hell, okay. huge. I mean, but yeah, yeah, you got a lot of salt in there, you know. Right. But, but the thing is, a dog isn't going to drink that much water. Hopefully, right. But still, I would still put a bowl or a pail yes. of fresh water and show yeah. the dog where it is. But yeah, the salt pools are great. Okay. If that's what you do instead of the ones with the pool. Yeah. Okay. The chemicals. Okay. All right. Okay. Where are we at? Um, we can go to break. Okay. Yeah. Why don't we do that? Okay. Okay. Are chickens smarter than human babies? That was good weather reading. I'm very thanks. You know, you I go. try sometimes. Okay, yeah. Oh, we got four calls waiting, so we want to move along here. Okay, are chickens smarter than human babies? Yes, no. Yes. Okay, you are right. You ready for this? All right. Italian researchers have successfully demonstrated that young chickens have a sense of um, object permanence. Okay, from as early as two days old. Wow. Human babies don't reach this milestone until they are around six to seven months old. Yeah. Isn't that something? That's, yeah. Damn chick- See, you wonder why I got my girls. I was going to say, yeah. My smart ones. They're very, yeah. Makes oh. me sad because my nieces, I, I thought they were brilliant, but uh, <laughs> I guess not compared to a chicken. There you go. Okay, let's head for the lines. Okay, sounds good. We're going to talk to Kathy, and Kathy has a question about um her dog whose paws are like itching and mm-hmm. he's biting them. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Okay, hi, Kathy. How you doing? Hi, Katie. I'm good. How are you? Good, good. What kind of pupper and how old? So he is a Bashan Shih Tzu Poodle. Okay. They call him Shishan Poodle. I've never heard of him before. But <laughs> okay. So anyway, he's uh, he's just over two years old, and I noticed this started last, I would say at the end of last summer. And in the morning when he gets up, he sneezes, and he you know gets out of his kennel, and he rubs his eyes. Mm-hmm. And then when we come downstairs, you know, he's a little scratchy. But then when we go outside on the grass, and come in, then he starts chewing his feet. And I notice between his pads, there's like, it's like a darker color. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, he'll start to, he even starts to smell bad. And I have a bigger dog that's never had any of these problems. Mm-hmm. And so I just, I mean, I give him a foot bath every day and I do a lot of those things for him, but he's still, especially if it rains, oh my gosh, he doesn't even walk on the wet grass. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, uh, what's your food like? Do you rotate the foods? How long have you been feeding? What you got? I do. Um, he's been on raw for at least a year and a half, and I rotate between probably five proteins. Oh, good. Um, good you. He gets, yep, he gets, um, I throw in some wild salmon every now and then. They get eggs. They get pretty much what I'm eating. They'll give them. Oh, excellent. Um, well, I'm proud yeah. of you. Well, it, it's been a long road, and uh, uh, I've, been my, I've got him off kibble, so that's really great. So that's why I'm a little, I'm a little dumbfounded but, about this, because I'm, I'm pretty sure it's not anything that he's right. eating. And what's your vaccination schedule like? He's never been vaccinated. Oh, I'm proud of you. But anyway. well, actually, actually, I have not. When he was a puppy, he had his first couple first of rounds. Shot, and, then yeah. at, and the shot, yeah, yeah. And then at 10 weeks, I said no more. So he had up to 10 weeks, and then that was it. So, And I've had him titered. He's fine, except for rabies. And I, I will get him a rabies vaccine. I just haven't gotten to it yet. Good. Okay. And then I imagine since you've done everything else, so how, there, there's no chemicals in or on him that you would not put in or on yourself? Nope. And I don't do anything in the house. I don't do air fresheners. Everything's pure essential oils. Oh, look I at you. Espana bath oh, products on them. Okay. I'm like I'm I'm the I'm like the poster child. Yes, for you are. The chemicals. Yes, you are. You are the poster child. I'm so proud of you. Okay. Oh, well, you got you you you've been a big influence. I appreciate that. Well, so, thank you. I just, I just yeah, and I just don't know what to do with him because I want to help him be comfortable. Okay. One thing that uh, I found with my Gilligan because I'm the same way with mine. Okay. And all of okay. a sudden he started itching, and I'm like, really? What? 
And so, you know, uh, so I called Dr. Jess and I said, okay, come on. You know me and what I, my schedule for the dogs and what they get. So what's your, what's your thoughts here? You know, the thought was, is that I, that's what I got into marine plankton. Okay, okay. It's a heavier, higher dose of omega threes and sixes. You know, that's yep. what you heard me say it is that's what the fish eat to give us the fish oil. And so yeah. I started giving him that marine pet plankton, you know, it's organic. And right. my Jiminy Christmas, it, it turned him right around because he was licking really? his, yeah, he was licking his toes and he was doing a little bit of itching, uh, more so like on his face. Okay, not like body itching, but, and it's just like, wait a minute, where did this come? Because he has never done that. And so that's why, like, so then uh, Dr. Jess and I were discussing, he says, well, let's try to up those omega-3s and 6s. And then also another thing, too, is that I added green tripe to his diet. He gets green tripe twice a week, sometimes three times a week. Yeah, and I, I do a mix that has tripe in it, but I don't think I feed it quite that frequently. So maybe I need to up that. Yeah, and so that's but that's but now he's uh, he's fine. He's he's fine because like I said, I was totally perplexed because I have never because I've had him eight years, you know, and I haven't done any vaccinations. All right, and so uh, and he came vetted when I got him, you know, type thing because I got him from sure. the rescue. And anyway, yeah. so and then Titus and the rabies. But the, the, so the thing is, is that it, it totally blew my mind. I didn't understand this, and so that's why we put our heads together and we tried this. And that's exactly another thing too. As I got or, or yeah, basically it's organic uh, colostrum. Oh sometimes, yeah, I've heard of that. Yep, sometimes that that uh, helps. And I, I did. I also did that. So. Uh, so I, you know, between the classroom and the classroom, I started out the first for the first two weeks every day, and now I just give it to him twice a week. And so, okay, uh, what do you do for what do you do for probiotics? Because right now I'm doing goat's milk kefir, but I just ordered Love Bugs okay. um, from the I don't know where I saw it, but it was it's for dogs. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm going to really try up in his um, probiotics Pro- too and see if that helps. Yep, that definitely will help too. This good and see what I do. Well, I, I use Animal Essentials. I use uh, PB8. Paul Betty eight. That's a human probiotic. I use some Vital Planet Pro uh, from Vital Planet Pro. I rotate my probiotics, yep. okay, and so yep. and that's another thing. Uh, yeah, I bumped up uh, Gilligan's probiotics too. So all right, well, we're gonna bump up his uh, his omega three sixes, his probiotics, and maybe I'll try some of that cholesterol too. Yeah, because it's really like I said, <clears throat> it's all better. Because I was perplexed for it's probably about four months. Because like I said, he was getting better, but not. But you should be even doing this. <laughs> so anyway. right. What do you do? What do you do for dogs that just have that just have allergies? Is there anything naturally you can do, like that? Cor- Corserin and bromelain or anything like that. That there, no. Um, there are things, and that's where I, I, I go to Doctor Jess. You know, uh, it's okay, okay. Help me. I send people to her, or if I feel there's, well, I've never had that problem with any of my dogs. Whether it's a okay. true allergy, because usually allergies start out seasonal, yes. and then all of a sudden they go into you know year round, and so it's it's, it's a, a, a the and see the the what your breeds are. And luckily, it's a mutt. You know, it's not a total, but the, the, they're kind of known. You know, they're they're. Uh, what do you want to call it? Their uh, gene pool, yeah, yeah. Their gene <laughs> pool is kind of on the slack side, and so they they do have a tendency to develop such things like this. All right, okay. So that's why. Right. What's his eyes like? He doesn't have any teardrop, any tearing, or anything. Oh yeah, his eyes are so really gross. Like lots of goop, and he's got the teardrop stuff. Yeah, he's always itching his eyes. But see, with the with the food you have, and see, then when you said there was brown between the toes, okay, because yeah. that usually means allergies, and so then maybe by switch, well, add this other stuff, the colostrum, you know, the marine plankton, and try that, and just see if that helps his immune system. Okay, yeah, and then I, the that, probiotics. That, Yep, we'll uh, we'll give it a shot and see what happens. Okay, so, yeah, well, keep um, me keep me posted on because he shouldn't. He should be have no eye goobers or anything. Because my uh, Ethel, 
you know, my white poodle three pounder. She had her eyes yep. were deplorable when I got her, and then when I put her on the raw and the freeze dried, uh, yeah, that every with each cutting, with each grooming, it got it never restained. So pretty soon, pretty soon, and she hasn't had eye anything in her eyeballs uh, or on her face or anything uh, for what now seven years. So that's awesome. Yeah, no, his eyes are gross. So I'm gonna have to try up on some of this stuff. Yeah, are they changing? What raw are you using? It's raw, raw. No, 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 I know, but like from raws, from paws, what, what, what kind are you, are you using processed or just you're getting the necks and the backs and stuff like that? Yeah, so that, nope, so the company's called Raw Raw, R-A-H-R-A-W. All right. They sell raw food and raw food blends. I mean, it's all, it's all prepared for, it's 80-10-10 mix and mm-hmm. um, I get it from two different places too. And then the other place I get actually puts tripe right into the mix. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I, it's all frozen and I thought, portion it out and then refreeze it again okay yeah because you shouldn't have any eye thing stains or anything at all with the, what, the way you're feeding this dog and so there usually then the thing is is that no matter how good something is sometimes you might have, want to change the source is try different uh different kind of raw you know a different company or a different form of it uh and, okay. and then uh for like about two three weeks and see if that makes any difference if the tear okay. if the that if the the stuff you know because uh, some people no matter what you know like uh, what i do good on your body may not do good on and so so that's sure. what we got to do is sometimes our body we got to find what our body will do well with and there might be something in this mix that isn't because there's no way by the what you're feeding you should have any stainage whatsoever you should okay. you, none zippos nada <laughs> okay. okay so that's why okay. i would yeah, i would start with the food and just try something different and you know for okay. at least two to three weeks and just see what happens all right okay that's a good idea we'll just do some experimenting okay well good luck keep me posted right. okay Will do. Thanks, Katie. Thanks. Bye-bye. All right. Where are we at? We can start with our next one. Oh, well, then let's do that. Okay. We're going to talk to Jenny. Jenny has a question about a neighbor's dog that keeps barking. All right. Hi, Danny, Jenny. This is Hi, uh, the, the barking show, I guess, today. We have well, a lot of barkers. <laughs> okay. So what's going on? Well, we have a dog ourselves, and okay. if he barks uncontrollably at something not necessary, we pull him in because... Nobody wants to hear nonstop barking. Right. So this dog, who our yards butt up against each other, we're on our deck. We're maybe 30, 40 feet back, but enough where he can see us. Right. And he's barking, barking, that kind of defensive, mean bark. And if you would go up to him, he gets hunched over and he gets, like, we're getting, like he's going to attack us. Right. And the people don't do anything to bring him in. But the thing is, I don't know what, he's like that with other neighbors as well. And this has been going on for a few years. Okay. So is there anything like a can technique or anything you'd recommend? I would, I would get uh, get your hose and get you know the sprayer at the end of the hose. Okay. Turn on the hose and hit prime it. So when he starts to bark, you just nail him in the face with the water and go wrong. And so okay. and then uh, hopefully he'll get the message. You know, just have it there so you can nail him in the face. And okay. uh, you can try that. There are uh, certain, I don't know if you've seen these, uh, w- but if you're going to use it, make sure your dog is inside. Is that they do, they look like little birdhouses, all right? Okay. And what it is, it's a real high-pitched sound that when a dog barks, it triggers this high-pitched sound. We can't hear it, but they can all right, oh, okay. and so and like I said, most of them look like little birdhouses. So you can look that up on the internet or whatever. Uh, anti-barking uh, birdhouse for dogs okay. or something like that. Oh, it's ultrasonic sound is what it is. Okay. All right, okay. and so anyway, so they do have those. You know, they're not. They're you know they're not real 
spendy, but you know, but anyway. And so, but what you would do is put it like if he's by a main corner down there, put it as close to where he normally is in his yard. Okay. Put it as close, whether you put it on a pole or something. But the thing is, is that your dog's going to be able to hear it too. That's why you don't want your dog outside at the time. He'll, okay. you know what I mean? You want him in and the windows closed so that it doesn't bug him. And you'll see when it goes off, watch your dog. <laughs> you know, you'll go, oh, he heard it too. <laughs> okay. It's not going to hurt him. It's not going to do anything like that. Okay. But you might want it to between the holes and then like that. Uh, another thing is, is that how many pounds is that dog? Is it big? He's probably like 40 pounds. 40 and he pounds. has another dog. The big guy, another dog. So he has like a playmate. And oh. that little, the little smaller dog is still a big dog, but a little smaller, like feeds off of this Oh dog. yeah. Yeah. It becomes dual. And it like whatever the bigger dog does, he does the same thing. And there's literally like nine dogs all in the backyard here that houses kind of butt up against each other. Okay. And neighbor, I put it on my Facebook with a video because we're just so irritated. <laughs> and the neighbor at the corner, like six houses down, said, yeah, she's in her garage a lot and she hears it and it drives her crazy. Oh, okay. So I guess maybe you just need to go to the neighbors. I don't want to call the police. Another, yes, another thing is too, you can get motion activated sprinkler. Okay. So when the dog come out, you know they they're gonna you know put it there again by the fence where they normally are. So when they when they move, it's gonna a- activate the sprinkler. Some okay. dogs will be like, "Whoa, I'm out of here!" And some might say, "Oh, this is fun." <laughs> you know, Got it. it works great to keep cats out of yards that you okay. know they want to come and potty in your flower gardens. You know, okay. the, the cat the cat it, when it's activated by a cat, the cat takes off obviously. But yeah, Got so it. those are t- a couple of the things that I would try. You know, that prime the holes with that blaster. You okay. know, and now don't say anything or I would go wrong. You know, just so that sometimes if you don't have the hose with you, they'll know, think that if you say the word wrong, that the hose is coming. <laughs> so hopefully maybe a little bit of training might help the whole neighborhood. All right? Okay. Thank you so much, Katie. You bet, kiddo. Have a good day. Thanks you for the call. Bye. Bye-bye. All right. We're back. We're winding down here. Boy, the two hours goes fast, doesn't it? How fast could a chicken run? Three miles an hour, six miles an hour, or nine miles an hour? Um... Nine miles an hour. Ding, 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 ding. Ooh, Nine miles an fast. hour a chicken can run. Boy, I'll tell you, when my girls are in a hurry, yeah. they, uh, they're booking. I, yeah. I, I'm just even amazed, too. I was just like, whoa, look at you chicks go. <laughs> You're like, and okay, leave there me in go. the dust. I Thank know, you. It, exactly. Okay, who, now who's up next? All right, we're going to go to Mike, and Mike has a question about dog kenneline. All right. Hi, Mike. How you doing? Thanks for holding on. Good, thank you. Thanks for taking my call. You bet. What kind of dog do you got? Well, I got a four-and-a-half-month-old Golden Pyrenees Poodle Mix. Okay. <laughs> and he's been kennel trained. Uh, we have a wire, a wire kennel for him. Mm-hmm. Um, at night, he has no problem. I can take him out and tell him to go kennel, and he kennels. When we want to leave for a short period of time or any extended period of time, um, he is so difficult to get in the kennel. Uh-huh. Once we get him in the kennel, um, what he does is barks and howls, and I'm assuming sometimes that if we're gone for an hour, he may bark for an hour. Really? So I, I just need to know what we can do with that. Have you ever put a trail cam on him to see what he does? No, I haven't yeah, yet. If you got a, yeah, if you got a trail cam, that's going to be interesting to see what he is doing. And so then now when you leave, though, why is, there a, is he bugging the neighbors or what's going on? Or is no, there, like not, a, is there you know, a pool of saliva? I don't think he's bugging the neighbors. He's not bugging the neighbors. I mean, we've, we've had the kennel in our bedroom, um, and it's, so it's a familiar place, but I just, I just worry that number one, you know, that there's some kind of separation anxiety or whatever going on. Um, is that going to hurt him or is he going to hurt himself by, by doing that? Okay. No, he's okay. So now are you using the same kennel 
Now, did we? Do we? Do have we talked about this? This seems very familiar. Did you send me an email well, or something? I, e- I emailed you the other oh, day. Yeah. Okay, okay. I'm not this. I'm like, okay, this is. I've heard this. <laughs> Trying to figure this one out. Okay, so now, now, do, does he? Do you use the same kennel upstairs, like when you leave and go to bed, or do you have a kennel yeah. downstairs or a kennel upstairs? No, we have the same. He goes in the same kennel. Okay, and so then now, uh, are you when you go to put him in the kennel before you leave? Are you literally like grabbing the keys and shoving the dog in the kennel, or what? No, um, you know, I've tried different different things. I mean, we, you know, we talk to him and we try to get him ready to to go, but um, but um, he just he, right now he's just balking at. It. As soon as he he realizes that we want to go somewhere, uh-huh. he actually balks and doesn't want to and doesn't want to get in. I can't even at night. I just go kennel and he goes right there. Okay. Um. So it's it's just so ba- what he balks. Are you saying balk? Does he like lay down or take off or what? Now he lays down. He'll go underneath the table. Um, if I put his leash on him just to to show him where to go, uh-huh. um, he'll just stand there um, like a donkey. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, then have you tried using like a squeaker toy and just be, hey, let's go, squeak, squeak, squeak. Hey, what are you thinking? Let's go, let's go. Just to move him along. Have you tried using we've a squeaker tried, toy? We've tried that. We've tried, um, you know, just to. When we when we got him, he was used to a, a certain type of a treat, so we got him some of that, and we tried that today. Uh-huh. Um, he just he just does not want to be in that kennel when we're gone. Um, even when I work in the yard, I usually leave him on a lead that's about a twenty footer, and he can he's right. about ten feet from me. Mm-hmm. Um, if I turn my back to him, he barks at me constantly. If I look at him, then he's he's okay, but. Um, my, my biggest thing is that we should be able to leave him and not have him bark like that. I just, I don't want him to hurt himself. In fact, the other day he actually escaped from the kennel. Ooh. He must have pushed on it so hard. I actually had to uh, tie wrap it mm-hmm. now, so um, so he can't get out. But I didn't. I don't want him to hurt himself. Right, That's right, the, the right. Issue. Have you tried um, a kennel on a different part of the house? You know, like maybe yeah, a mudroom or something like that. And and you got yeah. the all wire type, correct? Right. Yeah. Okay. Have and you tried? I took the di- I took the divider out of it, and I maybe maybe I shouldn't have, but you know he's getting bigger now, and I just right. thought maybe the divider was you know cramping him a little mm-hmm. bit. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Um, okay. But we but we actually moved it from our bedroom because I thought maybe that was a problem, so we moved it into our living room in the last two days. Right. Um. And and as soon as as soon as we close the door, basically he starts to bark. This morning we went for a bike ride. It was over an hour bike ride. When we got back, he was. I'm sure he was still barking from from when we left. Wow. Okay. Was he? Did, was there a lot of drool in the kennel and stuff? No, there isn't. There uh-huh. isn't. Okay. Um, okay. So then, uh, but now, how did he go into the kennel when you left? Well, uh, <laughs> it's kind of embarrassing. I have to pick him up oh. and put him in front of the kennel. Okay. And then I give him a little bit of a nudge and tell him to kennel. Okay. And and then we actually gave him a treat today to keep him there. Right. Um, otherwise, if I try and close the door, he wants to try and get out right away. Okay. Um, uh, do you feed him in the kennel when this is dinner time? No. Start feeding him in, and so that you want him to see that kennel is other things, okay? So I would okay. start feeding him in the kennel, and then, um, like, if you're, you said he's in the living room, then if you're sitting watching TV, you know, flip a treat, say kennel, you know, and then shut the door. Sometimes you can, you know, maybe through a, a couple commercials and then open the kennel door. Don't say anything. Just open the kennel door and let him, if he wants to come out, he can. If not, whatever. Always leave the kennel door open so he can use it if he chooses also. 
All right. right. And then, uh, but I would start feeding him in there, whereas he's got to go into the kennel. So it's something else other than just if he goes in there is a separation from you. And that's why uh, periodically during the, the course of the day, you got a minute, throw him in the kennel. Got five minutes, throw him in the kennel. Just really, so you get him so that it's no big deal that every time you put him in there, he is not going to leave. Now, I'm not a fan of the all-wire kennel. And the reason is, is because dogs are denning animals. They want to feel safe. They're back covered. That's what Mother Nature does. That's why they'll sleep underneath a table or behind a couch or their back up against the couch because yep. technically their back is covered. Or in the all-wire kennel, that, number one, they're very noisy. Uh, my, I had one for my Zelda, but well, you wouldn't know it because it was I, I built a box around it. But anyway, and uh, but anyway, she was ninety pounds. I'll say. So the whole thing is, is that one thing I noticed when I went in to clean it is that it's very noisy, very rattly in there. And I'm like, whoa, dogs have very sensitive hearing. I can see why some of them might have a problem with this. Every time they move, they're getting rattled, right? Sure. So yeah. my guess, what I would do if you can, I would invest in a bigger, you know, a kennel, but an all the all plastic type. Or you could take what you got and then put, don't put blankets around it because I'll pull them in and eat it. All right. You either right. put uh, uh, like a board, like a two by six, uh, two by six. Uh, da, 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 da. Okay. I'm, I'm trying to visualize the board here. Okay. Uh, like two inches, you know, because you need a heavy board on top. All right. And yep. then what you want to do is you can shove it in the corner. So now one side is covered, the back is covered. Now we covered the top, all right, with a board, you know, uh, okay. a heavy one. And then you might even want to, the, now you got the front is open and the back, that one side's open. You might want to bring a board halfway up. So now there's only like the front door is open and just around the corner from that. So now the dog is going to feel more secure in there. Do you understand what I'm saying? More yep. Denny. So maybe he will be more at ease and more comfortable with that. All right. Okay, okay. Another thing is, is that um, Amy DeLong, Amy, I just was talking about her, uh, Amy, A-M-Y, WilliamsDeLong.com. She's the guru in, in Minnesota for using essential oils and dogs with anxieties. All right. And so okay. for when you're outside, because it tells me, yeah, he's got anxieties because if you are outside and he's tied up and, you know, if you turn your back, he starts, it also tells you, though, he's starting to try to run the show because the combination that you got here is a really weird combination. For what? For because for a personality, you got very smart, very clever. It's just unreal. Okay, I'm gonna. Well, I gotta let go because we're running out of time here. So, okay, Not try feed him in the kennel, board it up, and I'll uh, and respond to me. And let me know how things are going. Okay. All right. Thank you. You bet. Take care, kiddo. Bye, bye, Mike. Thank you for listening.